Our kids have said to us since we've moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, of the values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See why CNBC ranks Minnesota number four best state to live and work. A great place to work, an even better place to live. ExploreMinnesota.com slash live. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Tired of restless nights? At Lisa, we know good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. From memory foam mattresses to hybrids that keep you cool all night long, Lisa's mattresses offer exceptional comfort and support with free delivery and 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. This is the Green Zone. with Dave Ross and Wes Reynolds on VSIN, the sports betting network. It is the Green Zone presented by MGM Dave Ross alongside Wes Reynolds. And Wes, on top of your normal duties of watching every game, you're also watching the Colts and the Fighting Fish, and it looks like the Colts fighting back. And watching Jonathan Taylor, JT, go into the end zone from 23 yards out. He's seen fire, he's seen rain, and now he's seen the end zone. Extra point pending here from... uh, from respect the specs blankenship and it is good now seven to three the colts lead the miami dolphins just three minutes left to go in the second quarter i just cement my old man status i saw jt james taylor i have to 1990 though you might not have been born mm. football season is here it's time to download betmgm sports it's nevada's premier sports betting app betmgm has all of your favorite wagering options along with in-game betting boosted odds specials and much much more download the betmgm app today and stop by any mgm casino on the strip with your state issued id to open up an account and start placing sports bets from anywhere in nevada whatever your sport whatever your betting style you're gonna love betmgm state-of-the-art technology and fan-friendly specials every day of the week Visit BetMGM for terms and conditions. Must be 21 or older and physically located in Nevada. Please gamble responsibly. If you have a problem, call 1-800-522-4700. Okay, we've got action. We've got scores in the ATL. And finally, Brian McFadden, in the Giants and Saints game, we've got points. BMAC, what is going on down south? I'm confused. I'm confused, guys. I don't know what's going on with Sean Payton. Remember earlier in the show we talked about Sean Payton deciding to go for it on fourth and three on the 27-yard line. Well, he had another opportunity, right, to correct his wrongs. But this time, 
He decided to attempt a 58-yard field goal. <laughs> they missed the field goal. Long story short, Danny Dimes came on the football field, a short field to work with, clearly momentum in the Giants' favor. John Ross, you remember that name? Oh, Ran yeah. 4-2 some years ago. Combine first round selection by the Cincinnati Bengals. I had, I forgot that he was a part of the Giants, but remember I talked about two significant wide receivers not playing in this ball game in Sterling Shepard and Darius Slayton. Well, John Ross took advantage of the opportunity lineup in a tight alignment, close to the line of scrimmage, and just showcased that four-two speed on a post route. Danny Dimes literally dropped a dime into his pocket. Long story short, now we have seven points on the scoreboard. Clearly some questionable decision-making from Sean Payton that led to this opportunity for the New York football Giants. And to your point, BMAC, uh, they sent Rosas out there to kick that 58-yarder. Remember, Will Lutz, not yet back from IR, I believe is supposed to come off next week, but Lutz, the normal kicker for New Orleans, that field goal is no good, so now 7 nothing. G-Men. Saints now minus 2.5, minus $1.20, 35.5 on the in-game total. And again, John Ross, no relation, but I can run a 4-2. Who can't? Let's go back out to Mike Wobbishaw. Wobby, what's going on with the Vikings and the return of Kevin Stefanski to Minnesota? Fireworks early on. Vikings scored on their first possession, third straight game. They did so. Justin Jefferson, 9-1 to uh, for the first touchdown score that happened. Then the Browns drive like a hot knife through butter through the Vikings defense, get inside the 10-yard line. Go for it on fourth down, don't make it, ended up not scoring. So what looked like a really hot pace with lots of offense coming has kind of grinded to a halt. It's still 7-0. We're at the two-minute warning, but the Browns, once again, are deep inside Vikings territory, inside the five, looking to punch this in. Minnesota having a hard time stopping the run on this drive. It's like a 12-play drive at this point. But I'm glad, Dave, you've had a lot of distractions with these other games <laughs> because we've had thir- uh, we've had three fourth down conversion attempts in this Whoa. game. So I'd be a little worried about you uh, if you were watching this game okay. too closely. Only one of them has been converted. That was when the Vikings scored a touchdown. Only one has been converted. I'm going to get a bad rap as the don't go for it guy. I, I, my, Mike, I, I say go for it in the proper context and flow of the game. Not always. It's just I just don't want to go blindly by the book. That's my only rule. You are just dying to be ratioed on no, social media, no, 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 my friend. No. I've been down that road. I don't want to do it. Uh, I believe we're going to go back out to Arthur Arkush, who is watching the Titans and the Jets. Arthur, should we apologize to Arthur for having to watch the Jets? What's going on with the JTSSS? Guys, I'm happy to do it for you. Uh, and hey, they're showing signs of life here. The Jets' offense, their rookie quarterback, their first-year play caller. And the rookie running back, Michael Carter, who just plunged in from one yard out, a really determined run. It took second and even third effort to get the Jets in the end zone for the first time this season on the ground and for the first time today, getting ready to pull within three points. Showing some fight, like I said, the, the third down defense in the red zone for, for the Jets has been tough, and now Zach Wilson has made a couple third down completions that may gain the rookie the confidence he's been lacking or he needs to show. All right, Arthur, appreciate the update there. And again, waiting for the Jets' yeah. offense to show some signs of life. Fireman Ed is showing some signs of life, I believe, in the stands, you would think. Now, Titans minus 5.5, 43.5 on the in-game total at BetMGM. 9-7, Titans, five minutes left to go. Fireman Ed is an institution in New York. Yes. I can't do the J-E-T. Like, I don't even know how to do the proper signage there, but he, he does a better job than I do. Uh I do want to go back out to Chicago when we can with Nate Jacobson because it looked like, again, Jared Goff got him down there for the Lions, and they went for it again on the fourth down, got the fourth down, and we're going to score some points there. But I think we've had a, a reversal there that we'll get to when Nate is ready, and I believe he is ready right now. Nate, 
I understand why Sean McVay decided to make that trade because every time you think you're going to get points with Jared Goff, you, you don't. What's going on? Yeah, another third, a third uh, red zone drive for the Detroit Lions, and it ends in a Robert Quinn strip sack of Jared Goff, picked up by Khalil Mack, kind of fumbled and maybe lateral it forward to Eddie Jackson. But for sure, the Bears have the ball. I'm not sure where they will be on the field, but we're under the two-minute warning or near the two-minute warning in Chicago. So too much time for the Bears. But yeah, Jared Goff, another turnover. Oh. He had a fumble. Just now on the first drive, I mentioned he had that really weird turnover that bounced off his lap and bounced into the hands of a Bears defensive lineman. And then the turnover on down sandwich in between. So Lions are driving the ball on this Bears defense. Sometimes it's aided by a, a costly penalty by the Bears to extend the drive or Jared Goff running around and converting a third down conversion. They just can't punch it in. Right now, live spread Bears minus 13 and a half. So Lions start with the ball in the second half. Maybe wait and see what happens at halftime or at the end of the half and hit the Lions' second half spread just because they are moving the football. This game, this score should be closer than what it is. And we've seen it in the past with the Bears. The Matt Nagy game script is really strong, and then it kind of just gets a little stale as the game goes on. So maybe even the live over at 34, uh, 39 and a half as it currently uh, sits right now in Chicago – but with worry that like the Bears offense just kind of turns into a shell in the second half, maybe the Lions, even if they are losing by two touchdowns, can get a backdoor cover on the live line. So I think I'm going to place a second half bet on the Detroit Lions, uh, okay. but wait until halftime to do so. All right, thank you very much, Nate. I mean, I don't want to be the I told you so guy, but I, I won't mention names. Tyler Fulton at ESPN. I told him four years ago that Jared Goff was a turnover machine and was not the guy, and they shouldn't have paid him the money in L.A., they paid him the money in L.A., and then they realized their mistake shortly thereafter. That's why this trade was made, and that's why the Rams are undefeated right now, and the Lions right now still are winless. Whoa. I asked at the last time we spoke with Ian McMillan about my guy Taylor Heineke from Old Dominion. Ian, did he hear me? Because I, I think they're playing better, the, the old football team. Yeah, I was going to say, I think he has uh, a live feed in his ear of the green zone here, guys. He, he must have heard my challenge to him because since then, he has looked absolutely clinical for Washington, led them down to a touchdown on their last drive, and now they just scored another one. Uh, this one was a carry. Antonio Gibson got in, two-yard touchdown last uh, drive. It was a Taylor Heineke, 33-yard pass, uh, passing touchdown to Terry McLaurin. This Washington offense all of a sudden has woken up. They've now taken the lead over the Falcons. So, uh, yeah, I think he's listening in, guys. He's kind of he's he's answered the call. He's looking fantastic. Yeah, Ian, great update. Look, I, I'm a big supporter of Taylor Heineke. Obviously, a seven five seven guy myself, growing up mm -hmm. in Virginia Beach. But it's not just a, a heart thing there, Wes. I actually think the kid can play. Well, he's certainly playing so far, I believe. I don't think that extra point has been kicked yet. We may have a review pending there in Atlanta. Okay, we'll find out uh, extra point pending there. But Washington football team has taken the lead down there in the ATL. John Jansen, he's going to be a busy man today. Because mm -hmm. defense is, uh, well, there's not a whole lot being played right now in the city of Brotherly Shove. What is the latest news between the Chiefs and the Fly Eagles Fly? 
Well, it looked like there was going to be a touchdown there from Dallas Goddard, but it got called back. So a couple of penalties, and that's been a theme for both teams in this game. A lot of penalties early on, especially for the Eagles. They haven't cleaned that up from the first three weeks. They had a ton of penalties, still not cleaned up. But this Chiefs defense is atrocious. I know we look at it as bad, but their defensive line is going up against an Eagles offensive line that has lost four of their five starters. They're starting a second-year right tackle in Jack Driscoll. They're starting Andre Dillard, who was supposed to be in trade rumors and traded away because he got beat by Jordan Maialato, who just started playing football four years ago. This is a bad offensive line, and they're giving Jalen Hurts a ton of time. They're also not being disciplined. A lot of running lanes for Jalen Hurts. This has been a very easy game for Hurts in this Sirianni offense. Again, quick pass is still happening, but this drive, it turned out to be the running lanes for Hurts that was the big difference and has them in the red zone. This Chiefs defense has zero sacks so far today against this offensive line that uh, John pointing out very much a battle of attrition on that offensive line. So 14 to 10, about four minutes left to go there and uh, live spread uh, taken off because the Eagles on the precipice of the end zone. Okay, let's see if they can punch it in right now. The Chiefs defense trying to get a hold and maybe force three, but nobody, nobody kicks field goals anymore. Uh, when we have a short break, when we come back, we do want to catch up with Haley Hall because we have a weed change in Dallas. Carolina has now taken the lead, and I can't wait to get her, her thoughts on this because rushing the football, it's not Chuba Hubbard doing the damage. It's sudden Sam Darnold. And they don't need Christian McCaffrey need either. CMC? How about uh, Sam Darnold uh, singing some Cheryl Crow? A change will do you good, and it's doing him good. Five rushing touchdowns for Slam and Sammy. Absolutely unbelievable. The Saints trying to get points. They are deep inside the G-Men territory. We'll try to check back in with Brian McFadden if they are able to get some points on the board. My goodness, it's getting wild. It's getting wooly. It's the NFL. It's week number four. It's the Green Zone here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. This is Colin Coward from The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Angie's list is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Got to get it fixed. I don't have time, and I'm not good at it. Angie is. In just a few taps in the Angie app or clicks on the site, you can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. 
With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. Renters, you can use Angie too for moving, installations, or cleaning. Angie can even help with extremely specific projects. Just tell them what you need and Angie will find the right solution for you. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot or download the app today. If you use paper, you're a human. But if you choose paper, you're a papertarian. Someone who lives a paper-based lifestyle because it has a positive impact on the planet. And also because it's the easiest choice you'll make all day. Seriously. It's as easy as reaching for boxed instead of bottled water. It's as easy as opting for beauty products that come in paper packaging. It's as easy as grabbing eggs in a cardboard container. And that's all in one trip to the grocery store, which, if we're being honest, you were planning to go to anyway. But paper isn't just an easy choice. Papertarians know that it's the smart choice, too. Because paper comes from trees, a renewable and sustainably managed resource. And paper products are designed to be recycled. In fact, when you choose products that come in paper-based packaging, those fibers can go on to be recycled up to seven times. So why wouldn't you go papertarian? I'll wait. Learn more at howlifeunfolds.com slash papertarian. Make this football season your best sports betting season ever. Start your VEASAN free trial today to get full access to our sports betting experts, including 24-7 video streaming, daily best bet emails, betting splits with the money, and the ticket percentages on every game, plus full access to VEASAN.com data and analysis. You get everything VEASAN has to offer for only $22 per month. Sign up now at VEASAN.com slash subscribe. Alongside Wes Reynolds, I am Dave Ross. This is the Green Zone here on VEASAN. Let's go back out to Haley Hall. She's out at South Point casino and sportsbook and Haley I I don't know when you're game planning against the Panthers you have to game plan against the running of Sam Darnold I don't think that's what we were expecting today um Darnold's in for his fifth touchdown of the year and his second today the Panthers are leading 14-13 after that big two-point conversion was changed um Dallas just we're looking at a fourth and three oh. elected not to go for it. So Carolina has the ball once again. Okay, Haley, that doesn't bother me. Fourth and three. Sometimes you get a punt. Mm-hmm. I know the defense is right now, to Haley's point, boy, if you took the over on rushing touchdowns for Sam Darnold uh, for the season, you probably that prop's probably already hit yeah. here by week four. But it, it is amazing that without Christian McCaffrey and Chuba Hubbard obviously starting at running back today, they're they're getting it done with innovative play calling, mm-hmm. and, and that's what you expect down there in Carolina when you have when you have Brady calling the play. Yeah, and the cow the cow pokes right now minus one and a half at BetMGM. If you want to go money line minus a dollar thirty five, take back plus one ten on Carolina. Fourteen to thirteen, five minutes left to go in the second quarter. Fifty nine and a half the adjusted total at BetMGM. You know Brian McFadden, uh, two time Super Bowl champion, who is watching an interesting game down there in the Big Easy between the Giants and the Saints. He he was right on with his prediction. Probably not a lot of points scored. Not a lot of points being scored in the first half, but some points on the board for the home team, right, BMAC? Uh, no question, Dave Ross. A much-needed touchdown drive by the New Orleans Saints led by Jameis Winston. 13 plays, 65-yard 
uh, very, very efficient during that drive. You can tell he started to get into rhythm. The entire offense got into rhythm. Touchdown drive, uh, touchdown pass to Jawan Johnson, a huge post route in the end zone. Uh, this was – it started to be a bit bland offensively. You know, I, I talked about some of the decision-making uh, coming from Sean Payton, but he was, on, he was in his bag on this previous drive by the New Orleans Saints. A little over 20 seconds left to go for the New York football Giants. We don't know exactly if they will try their hand to try to get into field goal range. Remember, they have an outstanding kicker, one of the best kickers in the league in Graham Gano. So uh, they have three timeouts at their disposal, but we have to wait and see exactly what will happen when it comes to offensively what the, the, the plan will be for the New York football Giants. Saints have uh, more than doubled the uh, Giants in terms of time of possession. Only 18 total plays for the G-Men, 35 for the Saints. But you look at the Saints, you see the yards, but not very many yards per play, just 5.2 right no. now. And now the Giants, I think, just trying to run it and see if they can get out of here in the first half and don't let Daniel Jones fumble the ball. We know he has had issues with doing so. So looks like maybe they're just going to let the clock run down, even though Saquon with a nice game there. But Looks like, barring a turnover, we're going to be all tied at seven in the Superdome. Uh, also looks like that B-Mac did his curls today before the show, because he, the, the gun show is out on a Sunday. Uh, Sun's to, out, gun's out. <laughs> absolutely. And again, to your point about not trying to turn it over before the half, it looks like we just had a turnover in Chicago with the rookie quarterback, Justin Fields, so maybe new life for the Lions. We'll discuss that, but for right now, let's go back out to Will Hill, watching the Texans and the Bills, and Will... The under feels like it's a it's a a good play if you had it at least in the first half, right? Yeah, uh, if you remember when you were a kid and you had a, a loose tooth and you just kept wiggling it and you're waiting for it to come out, that's kind of the Texans here in the first half. They've been <laughs> on the ropes. The Bills can't quite put them away. It's thirteen nothing. The Bills have the ball here on their on the Texans thirty yard line. I mean, it's been all Bills. The Texans have, have played hard. They played well on defense, but. Uh, it, you feel like it's just a matter of time before uh, the, the tooth comes out and the, and the Bills put them away here. A touchdown before the half would go a long way to doing that. But still 13-0. The Texans have been game, uh, kind of a sloppy game. A uh, lot, lot of rain. Um, you know, Both quarterbacks struggling. Davis Mills just got intercepted again. So, again, the Chiefs are on deck for the Bills. So if the Bills get a big big lead in the second half, you know, maybe they go conservative, don't want to show too much, don't want to use too much energy. So, Again, I, I would look here at the under, which is, wow, all the way down to 26 and a half. I mean, we talked not that long, 41 and a half. So 26 and a half might be a little light, but uh, just something to keep in mind that, um, uh, I'm sorry, the 26 and a half is the, the actual game spread. Right, total correct. 37 and a half. There you okay. go. But yeah, I'd probably go under 37 and a half here if you got nothing in pocket. Under 37 and a half, probably a good play. It's not going to do Frank Reich any good, but, man, they would have given you a heart attack, Dave Ross. Frank Reich, fourth and one on his own 27. What do you do? Hell with it. We're going to go for it, and they do go for it and convert, but on nevertheless. Your, wait, wait, wait. On your own what? On their own 27. Yeah, I would have had a heart attack. Yeah, with 125 left to go, they did get the first down, but didn't get another one, which was the object of going for it in the first place, and so now the Colts are going to be punting inside of a minute to go. 7-3 to three, Indianapolis. Colts minus 3.5 even money. 30.5 the current in-game total at BetMGM. Some super low unders in the, in the live in-game. And again, uh, they did go to halftime down there in the Superdome, so all knotted up. Uh, no, I'm sorry, three seconds to go still in the, in the Superdome. So Danny Dimes may be a Hail Mary here yeah. uh, as they try to hoist one up here at the bout. The uh, 48 of New Orleans. We'll see if that is going to work. And let's go back to John Jansen, though, right now as we wait to see what happens in New Orleans because John's watching the Chiefs and the Eagles and uh, defense be damned in this one. John, what's happening now? 
Yeah, it's all offense. And the Chiefs started to attack. We know the Eagles linebackers aren't very good. And that middle of the field can be, uh, you can definitely work there because Rodney McLeod returning from a torn ACL, his first game this season. So they started to attack them on the last drive and they're doing it again, going side to side, a lot of end arounds, uh, a lot of sweeps there. Also with Clyde Edwards Hilaire, they're running the ball really well and driving down the field pretty easily. And that was the biggest problem for the Eagles coming into this year. And it looks like Andy Reid wants to attack that right now. All right. Linebacker. It looks like trying to get more points, 14, 13 there. Boy, you feel pretty good if you took the overs at least so far pre-flop in philadelphia and in dallas that game's still uh, right now 14 13 as well uh so we'll see if there's any more points before halftime uh very quickly if we can get back to wabi at some point because right now under a minute to go in the first half the browns have an 8-7 lead mm-hmm. so bad beat alert if you took minnesota money line first half because again you think well we're up seven nothing no matter what even if they score the Kick the PAT, but Wesley didn't do that. Yeah, 8-7 now in the final minute. Cleveland with the lead. Cleveland minus 2.5, 41.5, the current in-game total. And for more on that, let's go out to the aforementioned Mike Wobbishaw right now. And Wobby, um, boy, if I'm a Minnesota backer, they, they went for two and got it. That's got to sting the nostrils if you had a first-half play on Minnesota Moneyline. Yeah, it, it legitimately is a bad beat if you were on that because – The Browns ran six plays from inside the Vikings' three-yard line, and the Vikings held the Browns on a fourth and goal, but a holding penalty against the Vikings' defense gave Cleveland a fresh set of downs. They punched it in a couple plays later. So it was an 18-play drive, and the Browns had to score a touchdown to get to six points. Then they kicked the extra point and made it, but there was a flag on the play because the Vikings called a timeout with 12 (laughs) men on the field, but they didn't have any timeouts. So now the Browns go half the distance to the goal, and they go for two, and they make it on a wide-open, you know, uh, waggle, fullback on the flat. So, I mean, it's a brutal beat if you had the Vikings uh, money line there or any, any points on the, on the Vikings in, uh, in the first half. So that was a tough one. Now, if you have the under in this game, you look really good because we're only at 15 close to halftime. Okay, wait, Bobby, the, the Vikings called a timeout, but they didn't have a timeout. So that's a 15-yard penalty, if uh, memory serves, correct? But obviously, it was uh, on the on the PAT attempt, so it moved it to, what, about the one-yard line? Yep, and then they went for it and went for two. The Browns went for two and got it. And so they now they're up, they're up 8-7. So, I mean, just terrible. I mean, if you're a Vikings backer in the first half, I mean, horrendous way to lose that. Yes. Just with the way the Browns drive unfolded and six plays inside the three. Uh, so, yeah, it was, uh, it was, it was painful to watch. Hey, remember going back to week one when the Vikings had all of these penalties in the first half in terms of holdings and false starts? That's what really cost them the game because they were behind the whole way. So this team will make mental mistakes. I don't know if they walked with the ball before calling the timeout like Chris Weber did in 1993, <laughs> but I digress. Uh, yeah, still one of the more painful Fab Five memories of all time. But, you know, Not again, you, for me. You, you, look at, you, you look at this stuff with the Vikings week in, week out. Again, I said at the top of the show, they might be the best one and two football team uh, in the league, but at some point, if you're undisciplined and you're making real pre-snap penalties, okay, and it's costing you potentially games and points, certainly here, mm-hmm. as Wabi said, they were going to kick the extra point, 7-7, go to halftime. Now you're behind 8-7 right now. Uh, we'll find out if, if that's going to hold, but right now it is uh, 8-7 Cleveland. Let's go back out to John Jansen. We mentioned the defense be damned in the city of Brotherly Shove. John, more points for the visitors? 
Yes, sir. Uh, Derek Barnett, another roughing the passer penalty, and he has been absolutely putrid in Nick Sirianni last week, Mel. It's always him, and it was, again, that helped the Chiefs get into the end zone, a touchdown there for them, another shovel pass. And I wouldn't be surprised the Chiefs going for two here because they're up 20-13. to 13. I imagine uh, they're going for the extra point. I'm surprised they didn't go for two to make this one a nine-point game, but an early-on lead for the Kansas City Chiefs, 21-13 to 13 in Philadelphia. Okay, so again, they're getting their points there. Uh, not getting the points from the Lions right now. I believe we finally hit halftime there. Uh, last check was 14 nothing Chicago, so all Bears so far in the Windy City. My goodness, take a deep breath. Exhale. Halftime line's coming back on the other side. Wes, I have all those for you. Come on back. It's the Green Zone here on the Sports Betting Network. Before you make your next bet, be sure to visit vcin.com to check the current betting splits data. This new feature gives you insights on where the money and bets are moving for every game. You'll be able to see where the public is betting based on the number of tickets and where the money doesn't match the public opinion. Data is available for money line over-unders and against the spread. That's betting splits are another way. vcin is here to make you a smarter better year-round. Check out today's betting splits for every game at vcin.com. It is the Green Zone. I am Dave Ross. He is Wes Reynolds. Right now, let's go to the two-time Super Bowl champion, Brian McFadden, who's been watching what's going on at the Big Easy. They've reached halftime. BMAC, before the game, you said you thought this would be a defensive struggle. So far, sir, you are 100% correct. Under, like myself, you know, continue to cross your fingers and hope for under joy in the second half. But I can tell you this much, guys. Watching the first half of this ball game down in New Orleans, the New Orleans Saints have dominated. They dominated the second half everywhere except the scoreboard. Granted, it's 7-7. You see there on your graphic, when you look at time of possession, it has been in favor of the New Orleans Saints. Over 20 minutes compared to nine minutes uh, from the New-, the New York Giants. When you look at total uh, plays, uh, 15 more, 14 more plays the Saints have ran, more so than the New York Giants. And then third down, efficiency. The Saints have been 5-for-8. They were 5-for-8 on third down compared to New York Giants, 1-for-4. But the game is tied solely because of one big-time splash play from Daniel Jones to John Ross, a 50-plus yard touchdown reception. Remember, they were able to benefit from a short field because of the field goal attempt, 58-yard field goal attempt by Sean Payton that was no good. But outside of that, the New Orleans Saints have dominated this first half except on the scoreboard. So me personally, guys, I feel like, and Wes, you can kind of give me the numbers second half-wise, I think the New Orleans Saints are going to take off. They're going to take off in the second half. One thing about Sean Payton, his ability to come in the clutch when it comes to making adjustments Coach Judge is not quite there yet. Sean Payton is there yet. And like I said, they've been able to dominate. They just haven't been able to take advantage and put more points on the scoreboard. They will put more points on the scoreboard. So, Wes, when you get a chance, man, give me the line on the second half numbers because I'm ready to take it and roll the dice with the Saints. <laughs> yeah, the right now, uh, BMAC, it's a Saints minus three and a half and then 21 being juiced to the under for the second wow. half at minus $1.15. So, adjusted total basically for the game, 35 and a half on this one. So, you know, BMAC's analysis, I think, was uh, relatively right. I am on the Giants here, plus seven and a half, so hopefully it falls in the middle for both of us. But Giants getting more chunk plays. Saints not really getting a lot of chunk plays, but they're getting enough to move the chains because we know they've kind of had Jameis in a little bit of bubble wrap. They haven't really let him, like, really get those big right. plays down the field, just kind of manage the game, 
minimize the turnovers, and that's what they're trying to do from this standpoint. And the only turnover, by the way, was by the Giants. That was that Daniel Jones Hail Mary at the end of the half. So Doesn't just really to count. put that into context. Again, we always wonder where, where the tease buster is going to happen. This could be one of those plays. I'm sure the Saints are very popular play today to tease down to one. Uh, right now, they'll all knot it up at the half. Let's go back out to Arthur Arkish. He's watching the Titans and the Jets. And Arthur, we've been waiting for signs of life from the Jets offense. Maybe competitive game so far, right? It's been competitive, fellas. I think if you're a Jets fan, uh, you're optimistic that after another poor interception from Zach Wilson, he did rebound and lead their one touchdown drive. They're within 9-7 at halftime. For the Titans, they get their center Ben Jones back, and no doubt protecting Ryan Tannehill has been the biggest issue thus far in this one. So they've let the Jets hang around. The Jets have you know, shown to be game defensively. Um, it just depends how much confidence, again, you have in Zach Wilson. Uh, after laying seven seven uh, to open the game, it looks like the Titans about minus five at this point. Okay, so right now nine to seven, uh, not exactly the score I think you were hoping for if you're a Tennessee Titan backer. And again, tease potential tease busters here with some of these games. Yeah, and right now the Titans minus three, minus a dollar five at BetMGM for the second half. That is juice to the Jets side because Jets took the money. Obviously, we know Brown. And also Julio Jones going to be out for the Tennessee Titans for this game. So a lot of backup receivers. But 9-7 to seven right now. Second half total now 20.5 for the Titans Jets. Let's go back out to John Jansen. Chiefs and Eagles and John right before the end of the first half. Potentially a game-changing play that didn't happen. Tell the people about it. Yes, yeah, so Jalen Hurts was driving down the field pretty easily under a minute left in that game. But then... Chiefs dialed up the blitz. We were talking about how the defensive line wasn't getting home, so the Chiefs dialed up one, were able to get to Hurts, and then Chris Jones trying for the scoop and score, and we've seen all the time with big defensive linemen. That doesn't always work out as planned uh, in their head. So uh, a chance for the Eagles to get some points there, though. Again, this has been sort of the theme for the Eagles for the past couple of weeks, that they have not been able to capitalize on big plays, and they weren't able to do so again at the end of the half. They had a touchdown that was called back because of a lineman that was blocking down the field, so they settled for a field goal. A lot of points left on the field, but obviously good for those that are backing the Chiefs. They haven't particularly looked great on defense, but really they might cover this game just because of a lot of the Eagles' mistakes early on. Very quickly, John, the adjusted total now is 61-and-a-half. Would there be any caution here to, to take this over here? Because, again, it just feels like there's been no punts, right? It's just all offense all the time. Yeah, there has been. But I, I would caution that just because I think the Chiefs are going to be absolutely fine. They seem to be running the ball really well in their last drive. So that's obviously a positive for KC. They haven't been able to do that much except for that Chargers game. But I think the big problem with the Eagles is the, the mistakes. The offensive line has caused them a lot of pain so far. They've been able to throw the ball downfield. Devontae Smith, that connection with Hurts is working and he's getting open. But it's just the penalties. It's the Jalen Hurts got a turnover called back. Lucky the Chiefs secondary wasn't able to pick it off. But there's just been one too many mistakes that I, I have a feeling we're in here for the Eagles offense to get stalled a little bit in the second half. Okay, John's doing a great job. We'll check back in with you, you in the second half. Got to fall well. on that ball, big man, oh, because the Chiefs might have been able to have that play blown dead and get a field goal. But Ooh. nevertheless, 21-13 at the half. Chiefs minus three for the second half. Adjusted number now minus 11. 28 juice to the under minus 115. Chiefs defense can't stop anybody. They're giving up seven yards of play, but the Eagles are giving up 8.6 to Kansas City. They're at halftime in the ATL where the Falcons have uh, taken the lead there. So we'll go back there in a second to Ian. But right now they have started the third quarter in Soldier Field. And Nate Jacobson, I guess this is the formula for Bears fans, right? 
play the rookie, get a lead, trust your defense. How's that game plan working out? Yeah, I think maybe the game plan is hope to uh, get turnovers, and it's certainly working for the Bears in the first half as the Lions have had drives that ended at the Bears' eight, five, and three-yard line, Whoa. and they have zero points to show for. And because of that, I bet the Lions at halftime minus two and a half on the second half line, so the adjusted spread, the Lions plus 11 and a half. Their offense is able to move the ball as they also started the second half with the ball, and now they just ran into a fourth down. So maybe wait a little bit, but the Bears' offense outside of the first two possessions where they scored, kind of the same stale offense we've seen under Matt Nagy, especially playing with a lead where he becomes very conservative. So instead of going with the uh, adjusted over, because I think the Lions are going to get some points just based on positive regression, I think the Lions' second half is a strong play. And if you can find an opportunity and you're watching the game, I would recommend a bet there on the Detroit Lions to at least cut it to uh, – Near single digits, plus <laughs> 11 and a half was the, uh, the adjustment I got. So I think the Lions have a shot to keep the game close in the second half based on some of their first half uh, misfortune. Yeah, minus one was the second half line on Detroit at close of business at BetMGM. Obviously, you can still get an in-game price here, but 14 nothing Bears at the half and now I, into the third quarter. And we'll see if that holds, but so far so good for the Bears as they get that stop to begin the third quarter. Let's go back out to the ATL. Ian McMillan... All of a sudden, you kind of have a kind of wild ride here uh, right towards the end of the first half. We saw a lead change. Tell the people about it. Yeah, tail of two quarters here. Only three points scored in the first quarter. Second quarter saw 27 points scored. The Falcons went down late in the second quarter to score a go-ahead touchdown. Cordero Patterson proven to be one of the best pickups for the Falcons. He already has two receiving touchdowns today, four catches, 68 yards, um, and another 16 yards on the ground as well. So he's looked fantastic. Taylor Heineke's 10 for 13 so far this game. Uh, the live total I'm seeing is all the way up to 53 and a half. I think that's a little bit of an overreaction to what we saw at the end of the second quarter. So if I was going to make a live bet right now at halftime, I'd take the under uh, on that. I still have faith in this Washington defense. Um, maybe that's naive at this point because <laughs> we still haven't seen anything strong from them. Uh, but I think they're I think they're going to uh, start to kind of get in the backfield here. And I think that I think that live totals little bit of, of, of an overreaction to that second quarter. I think we're going to see something a little bit more similar to the first quarter as we begin the second half. I'm with Ian on this one, and that's something I kind of like to do, Dave. When you get like a really late score in the in the first half that gun ahead and put the first half total over, sometimes I think you see inflation in that second half number to Ian's point. So what this would make this now with the 30-point game add the 23-and-a-half, now 53-and-a-half on the total – and that's substantially higher. It was 46 and a half was the closer was getting bet to the under all week. I'm with you in second half under in Atlanta. And I hope people, this is why you watch the green zone right here. This is exactly why we're here because Ian's giving you a good read on what he's watching and it backs up what Wes is thinking as well. Uh, we talked to Brian McFadden, two-time Super Bowl champion. He said you might want to think about hopping in on the Saints from what he's seen in the first half. There are points now down there in the Big Easy. We'll get to BMAC after a break. But this is the reason why we're here. We're trying to make you money here, people, if you're wagering. Certainly in-game, you've got opportunities to listen to our correspondents. They are giving you the tone and the tenor of the game uh, better than I think most people can. So that's why you need to watch the Green Zone and try to cash in when those opportunities are there. Updates galore when you come back with us right here on the Green Zone on Visa and the Sports Betting Network.
Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. This is Colin Coward from The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Angie's list is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Gotta get it fixed. I don't have time, and I'm not good at it. Angie is. With just a few taps on the app, you can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. It's your one-stop shop. Angie can help you find the best price for your project by comparing quotes from multiple pros in just a few taps or book services at an upfront price based on local data. They get the difficulties that can come with home projects. They get it. Why not make it as simple as possible? Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com or download the app today. If you use paper, you're a human. But if you choose paper, you're a papertarian, someone who lives a paper-based lifestyle because it has a positive impact on the planet and also because it's the easiest choice you'll make all day. Seriously, it's as easy as reaching for boxed instead of bottled water. It's as easy as opting for beauty products that come in paper packaging. It's as easy as grabbing eggs in a cardboard container. And that's all in one trip to the grocery store, which if we're being honest, you were planning to go to anyway. But paper isn't just an easy choice. Papertarians know that it's the smart choice, too, because paper comes from trees, a renewable and sustainably managed resource, and paper products are designed to be recycled. In fact, when you choose products that come in paper-based packaging, those fibers can go on to be recycled up to seven times. So why wouldn't you go Papertarian? I'll wait. Learn more at howlifeunfolds.com slash papertarian. Sign up today at BetMGM and join the thrill of victory on your very first bet. The King of Sportsbooks welcomes you to showtime with a lock of the year. Simply place a $10 money line wager on any team, and if any team scores a touchdown, you're going to win $200 in free bets regardless of your bet's outcome. Just use the bonus code VEASAN200 
When you make your first bet to take advantage of this offer, enjoy football like never before with BetMGM's live betting options, boosted odds specials, and daily promotions at your fingertips all season long. Download the app or go to BetMGM.com. Use bonus code VEASAN200 to win $200 in free bets if any team simply scores a touchdown. New customer offer paid in free bets. Eligibility restrictions do apply. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 or older to wager. Please gamble responsibly. If you have a problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Nevada. Back here in the Green Zone alongside West Reynolds, I am Dave Ross. We've got updates to galore to get to. You're watching the Colts and the fighting fish down there in Miami. Mo Ali Coxon, where did he go to school, Dave Ross? He's sick of you in the house, baby! He is in the end zone, and now the Colts are up 14-3, 8-17. This is a quick-moving game because we really haven't had much activity, to be quite honest with you. But the Colts now 14-3, trying to get off the uh, winless schneid here, 0-3 to start the season. Not going well for the horseshoe, but so far so good today. And this number here, when you say Mo Ali Cox played football at VCU, no, he played basketball at VCU because VCU doesn't have a football program. Minus seven and a half, by the way, right now for the Colts. 32 and a half on the total. Still mad at my chancellor about that. Can we get football at VCU? <laughs> uh, let's go back out to Will Hill. Is there football right now with the Texans? Because, Will, it feels like all Buffalo at halftime. Four yards for the Texans in the first half. <laughs> yes, four, four yards. Four yards. Your feed didn't cut out. It's like Bob Uecker in Major League. One hit. One damn hit. Uh, it's been it's been bad that the Bills get the ball to start the second half. They're driving. They're just almost playing with their food at this point. You feel like they're going to punch it in any moment. Texas defense has played well. They've held the Bills to three field goals. It's 16-0. I mean, this really could, it, it feels like a 42-0 game, but you know, I've been preaching the under the whole way. Uh, the Bills with the Chiefs on deck seem half interested. The Texans are playing hard, but... Just, just not really a fair fight. Texans don't have much offense. Would have been interesting, you know, if Tyrod Taylor were able to play against his old team. They were playing well under him. They just – Mills doesn't look like the guy or doesn't look ready. So, uh, I would look under or anything here. But, uh, you know, it's starting to get away from here. We're down a total of 35-and-a-half. That's probably still a play for me. Uh, but you figure the Bills put him away at some point here. This maybe is maybe a- go watch Casey Musgrave's uh, SNL performance if you're looking for something else to do, which was – Fantastic last night. I know Wes was watching SNL. I missed it last that, night. That 21-member cast, a small village uh, on that <laughs> SNL cast this year for the 47th season. And uh, what uh, Will was saying about the Houston offense is absolutely true. Davis Mills is absolutely the Christian fed to the Lions here. Wow. One of seven for three passing yards, two interceptions already. Not pretty. Uh, Haley Hole has been watching a pretty football game, at least offensively, in that first half down there in Big D. Haley joins us again from South Point. Uh, Haley, what are we seeing here? I know they're just kicking off in the third quarter, but this thing is as tight as it gets. Yeah, I think both teams are playing a pretty similar game here. Um, I think it may slow down. No team seems to be in a rush. Hmm. The Panthers, I think, need to protect Arnold if they're going to stick in this game. They've been putting up points. They've been hanging in there, but... We're going to have to see Darnold get some protection back there. Okay, so maybe a lean to the under, says Haley, at 53.5 now at the adjusted total. And again, that, that Panther defense is good, and, and Dallas is getting pressure on yeah. Sam Darnold. He's just proving to be elusive back there. Dallas was minus three, minus $1.20 for the second half, so adjusted spread of two. Uh, Vikings once led 7 nothing. That lead is gone. Mike Wobishaw is watching that game for us. And uh, Wobby, as they get ready to, to get it going here in the third quarter, what have you observed? Why was Cleveland able to take advantage here in the second quarter? 
after the Vikings' first drive of the game, which was a long one and resulted in a touchdown and probably went exactly how they scripted it all week in practice, the adjustment the Browns made was they brought more pressure, not just on third downs. They brought pressure on all the downs. So that was something probably that threw the Vikings off, and not just from a pass, like not just from pressuring the quarterback, but I think it threw things off for the Vikings in the running game. Uh, some of those blitzes became run blitzes, and it really neutralized what the Vikings wanted to do on the ground, and they really stalled out for the rest of the half. The Browns, meanwhile, had long drives but couldn't really convert in key spots or punch it in until the end of the half when they scored a touchdown, went for two, and then they got a late field goal when um, when they converted like a third and 20 with a 33-yard run by Kareem Hunt. So really kind of a weird first half. I still think the Browns have some juice and have the chance to put up some points in this game. If this game is going to be close down the stretch, it's going to be because the Vikings defense continues to bow up and come up in uh, big in those crucial spots on third and fourth downs. All right, great update as always from Mike Wobishaw. Look, I, you know, we're going to go back out to Philly here in, in a bit with John Jansen, but just a, a terrible, inexplicable turn, turnover again uh, from Pat Mahomes. And right now Washington is taking the lead down to the ATL, but the Falcons are driving as well. But let's go back out to Nate Jacobson with the Lions and the Bears right now because it's looking really good. Wait, Nate, it was such a chaotic week, week watching my old hometown there in Chicago for the last eight years from afar. It was chaotic. They wanted Matt Nagy gone. Do they still want Matt Nagy gone? For now, so so far, so good for Matt Nagy. They're winning 21 nothing. I was worried a little bit about the offense being stale as the showed in the second quarter, but right out of the gates in the third quarter, they drive down. Damian Williams, a short touchdown that was set by a beautiful throw by Justin Fields to Darnell Mooney, who has five catches for 125 yards today, kind of the favorite target, Justin Fields, at least today. If you like the, my explanation of why I like the Lions and halftime at plus 11 and a half, then can I interest you at plus 20 and a half? Because I still think they have a shot to cover this line in the second half. We'll just have to uh, see as Detroit has the ball with a crucial third knot third and nine coming up around midfield. Okay, let's see if they can get points there. Again, trying to get points down there in the ATL. It's a wild, wild game all of a sudden. And no points yeah. in Dallas as the as the Panthers tried a long 54-yard field goal wide left. No good. But let's go back out to John Jansen very quickly, Wes, because the Chiefs and the Eagles, I, I mentioned it here, John. Pat Mahomes, I mean, you can go back to the Ravens game on Sunday night when he had the bad pick there. Had a bad one last week. Did he just have another bad turnover? Yes, he did. Yeah, trying to get one down the middle of the field, which we said earlier they've been trying to do, but just forced one. A ton of Eagles green around Travis Kelsey in the middle of the field ended up with a turnover for Eric Wilson. And got to give the credit to the Eagles in that drive. They were able to put pressure on Mahomes. Now, still, Mahomes was able to get a couple of throws and drive the ball down the field a little bit, but a sack, and then also Josh Sweat able to get pressure on Mahomes. It sort of forced that turnover as well. I honestly think the Chiefs' offensive line has not looked very good. Mm. A couple of penalties, now a lot of pressure here on Patrick Mahomes in the start of the second half. So that seems to be a little bit of a problem right now. Okay, so far, again, I just you kind of you don't expect it, obviously, when you see it out of Pat Mahomes, but he's looked fallible the last couple of weeks. Yeah, Kansas City right now, minus 7.5, 60.5 on the current in-game total. Eagles going to have the ball basically at midfield off that turnover. Wow, it's a wild one down in Atlanta. Every time I look up, Ian McMillan, it looks like there's a score on the board, and I think we've had two already in this third quarter. What's going down in the Dirty South? 
Yeah, I'll tell you guys a really quick way to lose a second half under bet is when the opening kickoff of the second half gets returned <laughs> for a touchdown, and that's exactly what happened in this game. Washington returned uh, the touch, uh, the the opening kickoff of the second half for the touchdown. Then the Falcons got the ball back, started driving, and it looked like Hayden Hurst fumbled it and Washington returned it deep into Atlantic Atlanta territory. But for some reason, uh, I didn't have the volume on; it wasn't called. So now it uh, looks like the Falcons are once again. Um, about to score, and they just did. Cordero Patterson gets his third touchdown wow. of the day. He's been on fire. So that that second half live under bets not looking so great right now, but the Falcons are back on top, 23-19. I got to give a shout-out, great great update, Ian, uh, to our guy Michael Lombardi that we do the Lombardi line, of course, uh, weekdays here at Visa. And Michael said that Patterson is their best offensive player. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, Ian just said it, three touchdowns so far today. Yeah, you can use him in the running game, the passing game, and obviously in the return game as, as he's been used pretty much his entire career. But Atlanta hasn't really had that running game. So, look, get your best player the ball in space. I know that's a college football philosophy, but it's pretty much working for Atlanta right and now. And, again, if you're a backer of the Washington football team like I am today, defense, Ron Rivera, Jack Del Rio, keep giving you leads. Special teams gave you leads, as Ian pointed out. And you can't hold it. You can't stop the Falcons. And the Falcons hadn't been doing anything offensively, mm-hmm. really, until this week. They showed some signs against the Super Bowl champion Buccaneers a couple weeks ago. But really, it's been an anemic offense. And today it feels like against what's supposed to be a top-level defense, Wes, maybe again to Michael Lombardi's point, they're just not that good defensively. Right. Yeah, I- if they get pressure on the passer, yeah, they're pretty decent. But other than that... Very pedestrian defensively, and that's why I was low on them this year in terms of their win total. 23-19 right now as the ATL jumps back in to take that lead. Again, the Eagles on that subsequent drive, they are driving deep into Kansas City territory. They've got a first down at about the 18-yard line. So, again, eight-point game there. It's always a sweat with the Chiefs. Because of that defense, you don't expect the turnovers from Mahomes. And we'll try to check back in with BMAC because he said the Saints might pull away from the Giants. Maybe they are beginning to do just that. It is VEASAN. You're locked into the green zone. We got the whole casting crew with us today. Don't go anywhere. We're back right here on the Sports Betting Network. Our kids have said to us since we moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, of values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See why CNBC ranks Minnesota number four best state to live and work. A great place to work, an even better place to live. ExploreMinnesota.com slash live. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. 
Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. You've probably heard a lot about electrified vehicles lately. Well, Toyota has electrified options for every lifestyle. We've got hybrids, no plug right, needed. Let's go. But we also have plug-in hybrids, if that's your thing. <laughs> you can even go 100% electric in the Toyota BZ4X. With so many options for reducing carbon emissions, Toyota is electrified, diversified. Learn more about our Beyond Zero vision for the future at toyota.com slash beyondzero. 